It's morning. Maybe. You're a little groggy. You know you were asleep. But something feels off. You know, daylight is streaming through the curtains on the windows. But for some reason, it still feels like it should be earlier to you. You check your watch and the time says it's 5.30 a.m. And it takes you a second to realize that, of course, you need to add six hours to that. And you realize you have slept in till 11.30. Good morning, William Calhoun. Oh, man. Uh, I think as soon as William realizes that it is not 5.30, but 11.30, he springs out of bed. Because this is, it's not their first day in uh, in London, but he is still excited, as always. Um, because it's, in, it's a newer place to him. He's excited to see everything. But he is, um, I think, fairly pissed off at himself for like making that mistake and he's kind of like beating himself up for it as he like takes a rushed shower and then throws on um the clothes he can find and all of that it's it's a rushed job um before he finally uh makes sure he has his like hotel room keys he has everything on him and uh walks out the door you walk out the door to your room in this tall, narrow brick house that your um, your field trip group has rented for the week that you'll be here. And as you stumble down into the kitchen, you see, with I'm assuming relief, that you're not the only one who appears to have slept in. It takes William a second because it's uh, you know, a new face, a, a, a newer name, but he, uh, he does feel relieved that he's not the only one there, and he walks, uh, further, and it says, uh, good morning, I, um, I see I'm not the only one who slept in a little bit late. It's all right. I, I had a bit of a late morning as well. Um, yeah, Mr. Tennant and the other students went to well, I'm not really sure where they went. Maybe shopping, Harrods, something. Really <laughs> must not be the greatest tour guide. Um, anyway, but how about we do something fun, just the two of us, while we wait for them to return? Uh, William kind of cracks this, like, half-smile uh, as he kind of looks up and says, Well, that, that sounds perfect, Amelia. Um... I'd love to do something fun with just me and you. What do you have in mind? Um, I've been eyeing this corner cafe down up down the street from here. It's been calling out to me, I'd say, and I think, yeah, we might grab a spot of lunch, maybe a drink. Yeah, I mean, you're the guide of this thing. Why don't you lead me? Funny boy. I think I'll keep you. And with that, she walks out the door. Uh, William follows, like, pretty quickly. Like, 
I I, I kind of like I imagined like William uh as as long as he's in England and as long as Amelia is around, he's kind of like he's kinda of like a puppy on her heels, you know? So as soon as she walks out the door, he is following close behind. Oh yeah. You make the block, you know, you arrive at this um at this cafe. Um you think it's kind of odd, you know, it's late May and Amelia is wearing a a black sweater and she's wearing this really fashionable and cute, you think, you know, black scarf tied around her head where she's, you know, kind of, her face seems shaded from the sun and she's wearing sunglasses and even gloves, which you think, I don't know if you've really come across people just wearing gloves for a casual lunch out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. William def- definitely finds it odd, but like he is, I-, I think to him, he thinks it might just be a weird England thing. Like something that he hadn't heard about, which like, like William grew up with BBC stuff. Like, like he grew up with elements of Britain all over his home. And so like, he knows some stuff about Britain, but not a ton and so he thinks maybe this is just some new weird thing that I had not heard of. But yeah, he he follows her down. I mean, you said it's only a block away, so mm-hmm. he's pretty quick behind her. So this is like some uh, important cafe, right? There's some historical thing for school. You know, they're going to no. ask me about it. No, not really. I just was hungry. Oh, Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, by this time you've arrived, she kind of walks in and kind of eyes the place before heading towards a door out to a kind of covered patio area overlooking the street where, you know, you can sit and watch all the black taxis go by and the buses and... um really get kind of the vibe of the city and you know she picks a table you know closer to the you know cafe side rather than the the street side of the porch and she sits down you know without waited waiting to be seated or anything she just has a seat uh william sits across from her and i he sits Awkwardly, he, like, doesn't know what to do with himself, because it's just, he's used to being in a group setting mm-hmm. um, right now. And so being one-on-one, I mean, he, I think he feels a little bit intimidated. Um, uh, I wouldn't say scared, but maybe a little bit on edge. She kind of looks at him expectantly, you know, clearly waiting for him to kind of start the conversation. So, uh, I... Is the, uh, the, the scarf thing, is that, is that some British London thing? They're wearing scarf covering up? Is that a, is that a British thing? Or maybe it's a, maybe it's a Welsh thing. I know there's a lot of Welsh people in this area. Is that, is, is it just a you thing? I think they're coming back into fashion, and... 
To be honest, I did not put much effort into my hair this morning, so that might play into it. You, I mean, yeah, I really dig it. You know, the 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 uh, you know the the very Hepburn style look. You know that you know that one movie where she was in Rome with uh, I think Cary Grant. Gregory Peck. That's right. Sorry, I. Uh, I William blushes and starts kind of like looking away. He's like, uh, he's like, I made an idiot of myself. So, yeah, Gregory. Gregory Peck, right. Um, yeah, sorry. That's my bad. Uh, by this point, you're kind of saved from your embarrassment by a waiter coming up to you, and um, he looks at Amelia first, and she says, A vodka tonic for me, please. And he looks at you and he says, uh, And for you? And then she butts in before you can say anything and says, He'll have the same. And then he kind of raises an eyebrow, um, because, um, no, is William 18 at this point? Uh, he is like a month shy. All right. Yeah. And he probably definitely looks young, I assume. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, the waiter kind of eyes you, looks you up and down, looks back at Amelia, raises an eyebrow, and she just, you know, does a little wave of her hand and she's like, he's good. And then the waiter shrugs and walks away. As soon as the waiter is kind of out of earshot, like he's turned to go back inside uh, into this cafe and we're kind of out alone again. You know I'm 17, right? This is a special afternoon. Not every day that we get to explore the city together. Right. But still, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I can, I can handle it. I can drink. I've drank stuff before. <laughs> yeah, you, um, it's hard to tell with the sunglasses, but you're pretty sure she's definitely laughing at you. I, so you don't really believe me on that one. <laughs> she's like, well. As a lifelong drinker of stuff, I'm not sure you have the vibe. What do you mean I don't have the vibe? I've drank plenty of of alcoholic beverages. Right, of course. And the waiter comes, takes your lunch order. She gets some kind of uh, fish pie looking thing that you haven't really seen on a menu in the States before. Actually, as you kind of peruse the menu, what do you think that um, that William would order? I, I think William... It, it, like, he wants... In his head, he's like, I'm gonna get the thing that I can't find in America. But then as he looks over it, he's um, overwhelmed with everything and just kind of buckles and uh what he thinks he's gonna order is just like a a a medium burger um with just he knows they're called chips over there but he's an american they're fries they're (laughs) fries okay uh so he wants to order a burger and fries uh burger and chips but yeah and as um 
as she orders, Amelia asks for an ingredient list, if possible, to be provided for the meal. And so, you know, the waiter has to go in and talk to talk to talk to the chef for the moment for a moment, and it comes back out and kind of gives her a list of hastily scribbled things, um, and she kind of peruses it and hands it back, and you know, you tell she doesn't want to make a big deal of it, but kind of does, you know, is like ostentatiously surreptitious, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Wants to yeah, make a big deal of that she's not making a big deal of it. Basically, right. clearly wants to be asked about it. Yeah. It's, are you looking for anything specific? I just... Rather specific dietary restrictions. Like allergies or just like don't like it? Certain ingredients tend not to agree with me and unfortunately it's... Um, you know, rather common and something that's not, wouldn't be clear just from the menu description. Well, what is it? Um, it's, uh, garlic. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that is kind of, I don't know if I've met, ever met anyone with a garlic allergy, but... It, is, is it gonna, like, bother you if I eat it? Like... Oh, no. If it's in the area? No, it's not, it's not severe. It's just... It's uncomfortable. Gotcha. Like, hives and... Hives and shit like that? Like... Intestinal discomfort. Oh, like celiac, but garlic. Something like that. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. And I think... Well, she's looking over the list. William is like, hey, can I get, like, can I just get, like, a burger and fries, man? Yeah, the, the, the waiter is, you know, making a little note in his notebook of what what the two of you want. And he's, yeah, all right, yes, uh, one burger and chips, I see. Yeah, yeah, sorry, chips. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, he's already obviously, gone. Obviously, <laughs> oh, yeah makes sense um <laughs> amelia i think i'm making an ass of myself pretty consistently right now she just laughs and take a takes a sip of her vodka tonic and just you know kind of sits back and seems to be just again with the sunglasses hiding her eyes you can't tell but she seems to just be regarding you try, maybe sizing you up somehow uh, William takes, or like reaches down and grabs the vodka tonic and he smells it first and kind of like swishes it around, trying to like act like he knows what he's doing um, before he finally takes a sip and puts it down. And he doesn't like react a ton, like physically, but he looks up into... Amelia's eyes, and he can't tell the sunglasses are really kind of throwing him off, but he says, That's... That tastes like most other alcoholic beverages I've had before. <laughs> she smiles. You, Yeah, she just does a little half-smile, you know, with the corner of her mouth, and then she says, So tell me, William, can I call you Will? Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so Will, what's life like? What are you, what are you interested in? How is it at school? 
I want to know all about you. Well, um, school is school. I, I mean, I don't know how to put it any other way than that. I, like, I, I get decent grades. I, you know, I, I, looking at this college, um, to start in the fall, Monaghan University, um, but my dad went there, and I, I, I feel like I have to go, you know? Have to? Yeah, have to. Why? Well, when your dad's a senior and you're a junior, there's a lot of pressure to live up to that. I do understand family pressure, I will say. And, um, what do I want to do? Yes. What are your goals? Your, your interests? Amelia, can I be honest with you? Of course. If I could have my way, have exactly what I wanted in life, I would do three things. Have my name be more known than my dad's. I would do what I want. And... I mean, if I could have my exact way... <laughs> no, this is stupid. This is stupid. No. I'm gonna sound like an idiot. <laughs> no, tell me. He pauses, and he's, like, going over how to phrase it in his head. And, like, you can tell just by looking at him that the wheels are, like, turning. And then he looks back at her and says... I want my name to be immortal. I want people to know my name in a hundred years. I'll do what I need to get to that point. My dad went the politics route, but he settled low. He's only a state rep. Why stop there? Why not go bigger? How big? As big as I need. Lofty goals, William Calhane. And I'll accomplish them. Then I hope I'm around to see it. We cut to a couple of hours later. Meal finished, um, reunited with your, um, you know, your class field trip group. And, you know, you've already had a... Uh, a British Museum day, but what your, um, you know, the teacher, Mr. Tennant, who's leading the trip, wants to see is the National Portrait Gallery. Um, he's just obsessed. He wants to see, you know, the, you know, portraits of all his, you know, his favorite historical figures, and he just thinks it's going to be the most educational and you know, fulfilling part of the trip so far, and he's so excited, and it's your last day in London, and he's just gotta go, and um, he probably relays this at about a mile a minute to just everyone on the train as you are um, on your way to the National Portrait Gallery. I think William is bored. Yeah, um... You can like, tell most like, of yeah. yeah, most of the other students look pretty bored, you know. 
they're they're gonna see some faces, you know, of yeah. some some of some dead people, and they're pretty um, everyone looks pretty checked out, you know. They're all kind of on their phones or you know talking to each other, you know, looking at the posters on the you know on the walls of the train, just completely checked out from reality. And Mister Tannen is just still going on about how excited the whole group is to see all these things. Hey, Mr. T. Who said that? Who Who's calling me? Me, me. Who else Mr. would T. talk to you? Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I pity the fool who gives me that nickname. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Show your age a bit more, huh? That's fine. And he's like, yes, but anyway, sorry. You, you had a question. Yeah. Why are we going to another museum? Another museum? That hurts my heart, William. Museums are, are, they're practically just storage facilities for culture. You know, they're, I mean. And what are we going to? The, the National Portrait Gallery, of course. Which is essentially a bunch of paintings on a wall. Painted an ugly green. You well, could call it a storage facility for culture. Yes. It's where cultural moments, artifacts, you know, there are on display for us to see and learn. I wouldn't anyone be excited to see it. Stoked, Mr. T. Absolutely stoked. Yes. Glad to hear it, Mr. C. You know, you're walking through the portrait gallery. Um, there's several unflattering full-body pictures of Queen Elizabeth, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> the old one, not the current one. Though, yeah. who knows? Maybe she, maybe she just has been around since the 16th century. And, you know, there's... Um, you, know, you recognize various authors, playwrights, artists political figures, all in framed paintings on the walls, and you kind of detach from the group. I mean, slowly the whole group kind of disperses, you know, to at least try to have some fun. I imagine some of them are making fun of some of the some of the more the more funny looking royals. Um Yeah. Yeah. They they yeah, I feel like there's like a group kind of like going back to the ones that are most directly related to the Habsburgs <laughs> and kind of just like laughing at how at the deformities and yes. all of that. Yeah. In one corner, kind of tucked away, not really kind of drawn attention to, you know, there is a painting of a family in early modern, like, Renaissance-era garb. Yeah. Standing around a, you know, with the father and mother in chairs and the children standing around them. And the portrait catches your eye because you think you recognize one of the children for just a moment. But, but that's impossible. Because for a second, you thought one of the children looked like Amelia. 
And as you look, like you, it must be, it, it must be like an ancestor of hers. The resemblance is just uncanny. And as you look at the well, informational placard underneath the, underneath the painting, it reads, you know, Nicholas and Mary Milton and their children, Bathsheba, Daphne, and Carlotta. And you can only assume that, you know, left to right, Carlotta Milton is the one who uncannily resembles your guide for the trip, Amelia Evans. And just as, you know, you're staring, trying to get a closer look, you are suddenly, uh, hear a voice behind you say, enjoying the culture. I think William isn't, like, phased. He's still, like, studying the portrait. He says, yes, I, uh, yeah, I see what you mean by family pressure. And he keeps staring at the picture. <sighs> yes. Father was an imposing picture. An imposing figure. Wait, what? What? You said father oh oh you must mean like your dad this is this is over a century ago <laughs> i don't uh, he like tries to look for a year that this was painted but he's like he's too lazy to actually find he says no this is like this has got to be like great 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 something like that that's my father i miss him terribly oh it, yo um <laughs> William is just like, if he's thinking he's imagining things, like he's thinking he's hearing things at this point, he says, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my dad's here too. And he points over at a picture of like Henry VIII that's nearby and says, yeah, there's dad. <laughs> hey, dad, thanks for killing so many people. Haha. <laughs> Imperialism. Woohoo. William, I'm not joking. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, that you. And he is, he's, he's fixed on the painting. Um, staring at Carlotta Milton. And it's like, you, you can't, you. How? Wait. No. Not here. No. She just starts kind of chuckling. And she's... Just allowing him to respond for a moment. Did you put something in my drink? No. Is vodka a different word in England? Does it mean something else? Because, like, chips aren't chips here. So, like, vodka can, can, can mean fucking, like, quaaludes or something. Like, I could be fucking out of my brain right now. I mean, if that if that were the case, you, you didn't even... You didn't even drink half your drink so i don't i don't think that would have i don't think because that alcohol made... alcohol tastes gross it's just a gross thing it's old it's old stuff that went bad and we pretend that's okay but it's not she shrugs and she looks at him again she's like what do you think really think allow yourself to believe it 
he walks over to the closest empty bench. Like, not even one that it's like, oh, there's enough room for him if he scoots up. Like, no, he's looking for an empty bench. Um, and as soon as he finds one, he walks over to it and he sits down and he has his, like, head kind of, like, hung. Uh, and he is, yet again, you see that same expression on his face is that the wheels are turning in his head and he's trying to like process what's going on yeah what is that what does that thought process look like i i think it kind of like it, it jumps a lot it's a lot of like different thoughts being rammed together uh i i think he's going through like how how can that be her is she just messing with me somehow um if that is her and she's not messing with me. Why? Why is she still here? Does that mean she's immortal? How does one gain immortality? If she has immortality, then there must be something else to it. What's going on? This whole time, she's just kind of letting you process. And then, um, after she gives you what she feels like is a good a good amount of time she comes and sits next to you and looks at you how old are you hmm. difficult to say between 350 and 370 i would say and how is that possible? Lots of things are possible. Just because no, they're... Not a lot of things are possible. A person does not live until 350, 370 by just a stretch of the imagination while... To your credit, not looking at day over 25. <laughs> you flatter me. Um, well, that's an interesting question. Because, strictly speaking, I wouldn't exactly call myself alive. Oh, yes, that makes even more sense. I just have a dead person next to me. Not dead just not living I don't know it gets it's complicated if it's much more complicated than this I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to understand I'm barely passing English and you expect me to take this on well the the, the reality of it isn't as complicated you know it's just it's me, sitting in front of you. A vampire. A William is just, like, frozen in, like, not terror, but, like, in confusion. You, you, you are, you, you said, you, 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 oh, He gets up and walks outside. 
Ah, uh, William. Uh, Finally, <laughs> not, we've been we we're just kind of trying to reconnect so we reconnect so we can uh, you know, catch the catch the metro to the grab some dinner before we before we see the play. You're a you're a theater kid. You'll you'll enjoy that. Uh, Mr. T, yeah, that sounds great. I'm so excited. What what are we seeing tonight, huh? Is it a... Um, oh, oh, I would have to, oh, I would have to check my, uh, where is it? And he starts kind of patting all the pockets of his jacket. He's in kind of a, um, you know, like a middle-aged dude, like, bomber-looking jacket, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a light tan over a, um, over a green plaid shirt. As he, Hell he's, yeah. Yeah. Very teacher. And he finds the envelope full of tickets um, in one of his incomprehensible number of pockets. And he pulls them out and looks at me. He's like, ah, oh, yes. The Tempest. Yeah, you'd like this one. You know, it's, it's, it's your favorite dude. It's old Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Shakes. Love him. Um, Cool. I, uh, I think he's like scanning around. Is Amelia like coming towards him at all? Yeah, she's just kind of hovering at the edge of the group, not really paying special attention to him or Mister Tennant or anyone. Just kind of vibing. Right. Um. Great. Yeah. Tempest. Uh. Yeah. Fine. That's fine with me. Let's go. All right, yeah. He, I think against his better judgment, starts to find himself floating towards Amelia again. Yeah, now that you, now that you know that information, it's almost, you don't want to be anywhere near her, but you also don't want to let her out of your sight, you know? It's yeah. like, you're intrigued, yet freaked out. Um, yeah, I think that is exactly how William feels. Cut another few hours. You are sitting on one of the long wooden bench seats in the Globe Theater, um, watching The Tempest. And as you are trying to get into what is one of your favorite Shakespeare play is one of the only ones you could really tolerate um, from your English class as you're trying to trying to get into it it's about an hour in and you're starting to realize there's probably not gonna be gonna be an intermission they're gonna rock straight through this two-hour play yeah um you start to grow a little more uncomfortable in your seat um you just because of the way you filed into the galleries, you just happened to be sitting two seats down from Amelia. Um, and she's kind of making small talk with the in hushed voices with the students on either side of her. I think William can't explain it, but he has this like weird sense of jealousy of like, he wants to be talking with her right now. And, like, he does not, he cannot explain why that is the feeling, but it is present. And it only adds to the fact that, it, to him, these seats are uncomfortable. 
you know, maybe he has to use the bathroom by this point. Like, it, it is just, like, there's so much adding up that he, um, kind of, like, signals down to his, to Mr. T and just kind of, like, waves at him and it's just, like, points out as if, like, like, he's gonna, like, William is saying, like, I need to step out real quick. Yeah. Um, Mr. Ten, and he, yeah. yeah. Mr. Tennant notices you and kind of gives you the A-OK symbol. And registers that he's seen you and you can go. Yeah. And, and and he does. Like, William gets up and goes and, like, kind of, like, intentionally bumps Amelia just a little bit. Like, tries to make it seem like an accident, like that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, as he walks out towards the lobby. Um, just, and, like, he walks out there and he's, like... I think William is doing what I do when I'm nervous and just kind of pacing just a little bit and like back and forth the same two or three feet and kind of just like, like rubbing his clothing a little bit just to like have something to feel. Oh yeah. You're pacing back and forth, freaking out a little bit. The historic theater behind you kind of looming behind you. And you can, um, you know, see its circular bulk as you're pacing. Um, You know, there's kind of workers milling around outside. You know, this is, you know, in some ways kind of a, you know, it's a theater, but also kind of a museum type of destination too. So there's people watching out, just like, you know, making sure, you know, nobody messes with anything. And you finally, it feels like to you, you know, like ages see um, Amelia come out the door and kind of join you where you're where you're pacing. As soon as he gets like a foot or two away from him, he just it's dark outside. Yes, it is. Do we go outside? Of course. Let's go. Um, he bolts like not like runs, but he is like speed walking out the doors and um stops he he gets you know a good 30 feet away from the doors before he stops and turns around yes you're a vampire she nods and does that mean there's other stuff out there plenty of other stuff like are there werewolves Probably. Are there mummies? I mean, they're they've been mummies. You've you've seen them. We 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 were just at the British Museum. Yeah, but like but like you know what I mean. Yeah. There are things. And if you if you like to know more about them, I think I can provide a way to do that. Can you take off the scarf and the sunglasses? I, I kind of want to look in your eyes as I talk to you right now. Yeah, she does. She she takes off the scarf and the sunglasses and kind of shakes out her hair. You can see now. She was she was lying about the scarf. Her hair is perfect. And you know, it falls halfway down her back about and there's all these features about her that you're just now realizing, just now kind of getting used to, you know, like how every time 
you know, the, the light hits her brown eyes in some kind of way, there's like a hint of red in them. And just how pale she is. And now that you know, it all kind of makes more sense. How can I learn more? You said you have a way. With the time. You can have the time at your disposal to learn as much as you want, to gain as much power as, as it is in you, in your ability to gain. I know that's what you want, and you know that's your your plans for, for the future, right? To accumulate power, to make your name immortal. He takes a deep breath and lets it out. I need a fucking cigarette. Yeah, she pulls one out of her jacket pocket and hands it to you. As you put it in your mouth, she snaps her fingers, um, and a flame comes out of her finger and lights your cigarette. I, I think, like, he would be freaked out if he wasn't freaked out by everything else right now. And he just kind of just, like, nods and, like, lights a cigarette and just takes a good drag off of it before he looks up, blows it out, and says, I'm in. She kind of blinks, you know, she, honestly, she seems surprised that you accepted so easily, you know, that she didn't have to, you know, keep persuading you. I mean, what? I get powers. I'm practically immortal. Unless I'm an idiot and get myself caught. What's the worst? Oh, I can't eat garlic anymore. Whatever. Is that is that the allergy? That's the allergy. That's why. Jesus <laughs> she Christ, grins. it all makes sense. She's like, are you sure? Well, I mean, my parents are Catholic. Is that going to affect anything? Um, you might find churches a bit, a bit much. I already found them a bit much, but... Like, is it going to hurt me to walk in? Oh, no. It wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt you. No. The whole thing with the holy water and crucifixes, it's its mostly theatrics. It's mostly the... It's the symbol, you know. It's the, the holy people setting out to attack and destroy the creatures of, of darkness. The symbols themselves don't mean anything unless you want them to. So how does it work? You hold out your arm. He does. Come a little closer. He does. A little bit more. He inches closer. Yeah, she kind of takes his she takes his arm that he's held out and kind of pulls him pulls him in close toward her. Uh, and then she looks at him. And then says again, you're absolutely sure this is what you want. I mean, is it going to hurt? Probably. Like a lot? Like skinning your knee. I can handle that. All right, she lifts your arm, turns it 
to expose the the inside of your wrist and lifts it to her mouth and as she opens her mouth wide you see her her pointed canines you've never noticed before and she bites down onto your arm and then you don't remember anything else It's a few months later, you've had just the summer to adjust to your newfound abilities and limitations. It's now the last day of summer vacation, and you are in your room packing to head to Monaghan University. He quickly pulls out his phone and texts Amelia and says, Yo, I don't need to, like, use an umbrella every day or anything like that, right? Like, when I'm in, uh, when when I'm at school, you know, people are gonna, like, laugh at me for being the umbrella kid or something. After a few minutes, you get a text back, better than being the chronic sunburn kid fair and then like grabs he has like a fashion umbrella (laughs) like a tim burton looking umbrella and just kind of like puts it in uh puts it in a pile of stuff that's just gonna be in the car for now and he kind of looks around his room and he sees you know certain things like you know trophies or whatever and just kind of pauses and just takes it all in. Like, he's emptying out a lot of his room. Is your door open or shut at this point? I think at this point it's open. All right. Yeah, you see your dad walking in before you hear the little rap he does with his knuckles on the open door. And he steps into the room and puts his hands in his pockets and looks down at you. You know, Dad, if a door is open, you don't usually have to knock. Eh. It, old habits die hard. You always were one for your, your, your privacy. Fair. So, uh, he rocks back and forth a little bit on the balls of his feet. You need a hand with the car or anything? You know, your, your mother and I, um... Your mother and I, the offer still stands. There are still, I'm sure there are still a few tickets we can grab, you know, to Boston at least. And we, we can rent a car, drive you down. No, no, I, I, I think it'll, it'll be good for me to drive. Yeah, I know it's a long trip, but, you know, it's better this way. He doesn't quite know what to make of that last comment. And he kind of looks at you you know and he says you've you've changed son hmm how so I don't know you've you've seen more withdrawn from your mother and I these last few months Uh, can't say that's a good uh, good sign for you know your social prospects Uh, yeah uh, it's it's not a big deal I uh, you know I already uh 
No, it's fine. I'll be I'll be fine, Dad. Don't don't worry. You know me. I'm a social butterfly. He takes this in. He nods. He's like, you know, you 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 do seem more self assured, made more confident, and you know, I think even if it turns out to be misguided, this attempt or this taking the car down, the the independence, maybe this is a good sign. I'm I'm choosing to take it as such, champ. Yeah. Hey, did you get those uh, blackout curtains? I was asking you about. I did. Yeah, I picked some up at picked some up at the Home Depot. Yeah, they're um. Sweet. Yeah. The yeah they'd be you know, you know, college life party hard. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta gotta block out the sun to take those uh take those afternoon naps. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. And as this awkward father-son conversation uh, winds to a close. Your dad kind of swings his fist in the air a little bit as if he's trying to think of one more thing to say. Um, he says, well, uh, yep. And he just walks back out the door again. Dad? William? Um... Just, uh, love you. He seems visibly surprised. He, um, kind of scratches the, the bald spot on the back of his head, and he's like, well, gosh, I, uh, I love you too, son. Yeah, you just don't, you know, don't say it a ton, so. Just figured, you know, I'm packing up the car, you know. Thanks, Chief. I appreciate that. Yeah. And with that, he goes back down the stairs. William starts, like, shedding shedding bags and zipping up zippers and, like, organizing things in the way he wants to take them down to the car. Um, He, like, peeks outside just a little bit to see if it's starting to get dark. Uh, He always parks his car in the shade now but you know better safe than sorry he starts to like put on his shoes he's got these like he he basically he gets ready he's ready to go um he you know sets up his driving playlist on his phone he's loaded up beforehand i mean a lot of stuff there's been music that Amelia has shown him that he's been loving a lot lately. Um, Vampire Weekend. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, just like '80s new wave stuff. Nice. Um, but he starts packing up the car, and he, um. He fills up his little little 2018 Subaru and gets it ready to go. Sweet. Yeah. As you start to get in, in your car, your mother puts her hands on your shoulders and she says, 200 miles. You hear me? You call every 200 miles so that I know you're safe. 
I know. I know, Mom. I... 200. All right. You do us proud. Mother loves you. Love you, too. She gives you a kiss on your forehead and then does just kind of an abrupt 180 and walks back up to the porch and um, kind of gets in position to watch you drive away. Your mom was never like one for tears or displays of emotion. You know, your dad, though, seems a lot more choked up. The, the, the final I love you must have, must have done something, you know? And he, um, he looks at you again and does that little fist swinging motion that, you know, he just can't stop doing when he's nervous or feeling emotional. And he clears his throat and he's, looks like he's going to say something and he just nods and claps you on the back and nods again. And then he, he smacks the roof of your, the, the hood of your car twice and then does a big sniff and wipes his eyes and then goes up to the porch to join your mom. Hey, dad. Yes, son. Maybe don't like act like that on the debate floors. Okay. You're so right. You're always always looking out for me, son. What? You can't give me your money if you don't have a political career. That's so true, William. I love that go-getter attitude. Um. I love you guys. Um, I'll call every 200, promise. The waving hands of your parents in your rearview mirror, you drive away to make the long trip to Monaghan University. If I may, I do have a thing that William does. Yeah, go for it. As William gets to the end of the driveway, and it's a fairly long driveway, so like his parents are out of sight by this point. He stops, um, and he puts it in park for a second, and he takes out his phone, and he goes to take, like, a leaving for college selfie, and he pulls up his phone, and he holds up a thumbs up, and he's like, got his stuff in the background, and then he doesn't see himself, and then he quickly goes, and he texts Amelia, and says, what the fuck, selfies don't work. <laughs> 